Kingdom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We're going to get into some fun stuff tonight, guys. First off, we have our boys in Hypen. They have a repackage called Dimension Answer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Our guy Eric Nam has a second full album called There and Back Again. We will go there and back again with him as well. Woozy, our boy Woozy from Seventeen released a single. We'll talk about that in the video. One of Emily's favorites, The Rose, a song called Beauty and the Beast. We'll talk about that. The very dramatic, emotional video that went with it. Uh, the Golden Disc Awards were this past weekend. Lots of amazing performances to dissect and discuss. And as always, Emily has the news for you. We have a fun quiz, song of the week. Emily, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited about tonight. It's going to be a fun episode. Welcome to our queendom. Thank you for joining us again this week, our 86th episode, 86th week in a row. We appreciate you all listening. If you're a new listener, Welcome. Thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to give us a follow on social media, look us up on Twitter and Instagram, NYC K-pop Queens. Just spell it out. There's no dots or hyphens or weird stuff. It's just kind of like all one word. Give us a follow. Slide into those DMs. Tell us where you're listening from. We love connecting with our listening community and we appreciate everyone who's already done that. It's mind-blowing. The, the queendom is all over the world. Queendom strong. We love you guys. Speaking of the queendom, every week on Twitter, we post poll questions. So if you want to participate in our weekly polls, please follow us on Twitter. Uh, these questions usually have something to do with what we reviewed the previous week or maybe a topic that's going to come up in this week's conversation. Let's get to the poll results, Charity. Okay, so last week we reviewed Girls on Top, Step Back. I did not like this. I really, the more time that's passed, uh, this past, since we recorded that episode, the more and more I'm like, I no, I don't like this song at all. Charity's more middle road. I think you were a little nicer than I was, but we didn't give the middle road. We didn't give that option to the queendom. We said, do you love it or do you not like it? This was close, but 56% said they don't like it. Okay. So all right. It's definitely not a hit. It's definitely not like, you know, overwhelming. Everyone agrees this is the song. Yeah, just a miss. We'll see what happens next with Girls on Top. Weird rollout. I think that that didn't help the impression of the song. But I digress. We reviewed it last week if you want to hear our full thoughts on that. But we've got to move on. We're into 2022. Our second episode of 2022, right? Yeah, yeah. It's moving fast. I'm already losing track of time. We're back at it, freezing our butts off. January is a rough, rough time if you live in the Northeast. Um, but we've been talking a lot about concerts, right? Like concerts are coming back. We're nervous that all of these concerts are going to get canceled. Um, you know, there's just a lot going on with this surge of COVID. It's a crazy time. And I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. I don't think it's my place to say that for some of these artists, this would be their last time they can tour the States because military enlistment is coming up. So, ooh, I don't know, Charity. It's a tough one. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, we're hoping. Uh, we've got that Monstax concert on the 29th. And it teases the 24th of January. But to be quite honest, we have stand Monstax way longer and we're so passionate about them and we've never seen them. So, 
that's the one that I think Charity and I are both crossing our fingers for. Um, <laughs> Radio City. Oof. Okay. But we were wondering, um, we've talked about who we're looking forward to seeing and who we hope tours. So we just posed that question to you of these four groups. Who are you hoping to see in concert in 2022? So the choices were Monster X, 17, Stray Kids, and T by T. Because I know that those are four groups that we would die to see. We're mm-hmm. really excited. Hopefully they'll announce world tours. Obviously Monster X has the tour planned out. Interesting results here, Charity. We've picked up some mom babies along the way during this podcast. Monster X1, 37%. Woo-hoo. Right behind them, Stray Kids, 33%. T by T, 19%, and 17, 11%. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting results. Um, I definitely want to see all four of those acts in person this year. (laughs) We will stay hopeful that we'll get a chance. I just feel this really, um, the the clock is ticking for some of the Mm -hmm. groups. So I'm really like nervous and anxious and want to see them before enlistment. So thank you guys for voting in that. And then the last question, and this one, this one came up because I struggled last night to try to get merch, BTS merch. I'm usually not the person that buys every single thing that they release. Army out there know there's tons of merch. So I think we're both pretty conservative with the merch that we buy. I mean, we have, Mm -hmm. we have merch, but we're not the ones that get stuff on the day it's released and all that jazz. But Each BTS member has designed two items of merch, totally random, just kind of whatever they wanted. And four of them have shared their ideas. Three have been released. I believe Shiga's will be released tomorrow. So of the four, we wanted to know which one is your favorite so far. So quickly, I'll kind of describe them. Jin released two sets of pajamas and pillows. Nam June released a wind chime and joggers, sweatpants. Uh, V, his, it was these like artistic brooches that he designed, he drew, and a bag, a brown and green bag with a beautiful scarf. That's what I wanted. That's what I didn't get. It sold out in less than a minute. To be honest, it's at 8.59 p.m. on my phone. It was supposed to go on sale at 9. I refreshed at 8.59 p.m., sold out. Oh, my gosh. Like how... Yeah. Very frustrating. Um, And then Suga, he has a guitar pick necklace with like the BTS logo. And then this really cool um, kind of portfolio notepad thing. It's black. It's really sleek. It has places for you to put like your cards, kind of a wallet and notebook thing, like an all in one. It's I think it's really sleek and cool. So we asked of these four, which one's your favorite so far? I'm not surprised by these results. 71% chose V. Yeah. 29% chose Suga. Yep. And then Jin and Amjoon, sadly, no votes for their merch. What a surprise. <laughs> I don't know if ARMY needs a wind chime, but okay. <laughs> I, and you know what? Wind chimes can be cool. I think for Jin's, we already have a lot of pajamas. There's yeah. like BT21 yeah. pajamas that are striped. So that one just felt like we've already kind of been there, done that. Yeah. I like Namjoon's sweatpants. I love joggers and sweatpants. Yeah. But V's bag is so gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I, ugh, I'm I'm sad I didn't get it. I shouldn't be surprised. We haven't had great luck with concert tickets. Um, I know. <laughs> I don't know. We've got to figure out a new formula for this stuff because 
we haven't lucked out for a while, Charity, but <laughs> 2022 will be our year. Um, so thank you all so much for voting. We will have poll questions up again on Twitter this week. So give us a follow. Make sure to vote. Let your voice be heard. We appreciate Queendom for voting. Again, that's NYC K-pop Queens on Twitter. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, please do. Our Instagram feed is completely different. We post different stuff on each one. So why not follow us both? Okay, speaking of the Queendom and following us, we see where you're listening from. We're following where you're listening from all over the world. And we want to give special shout outs to let you know that we see you're listening from this area and we appreciate you. Queendom shout out. Staten Island, New York. We see you. Staten Island. I feel like of the boroughs, you know, people forget Staten Island. We don't forget Staten Island. We see you. I'm also a big Wu-Tang fan. So trust like Staten Island, love and respect. Plano, Texas, Ridgefield, New Jersey, Kirkland, Washington, Evanston, Illinois, Paris, France, London, England, Queendom shout out, Bangkok, Thailand, and a super special shout out to Julia from Slovenia. How cool is it that we have someone from Slovenia who we're now friends with throughout the Queendom community from listening to our podcast? It's amazing. Julia's so cool. the right. Julia's the coolest. Her favorite group is Twice. Bias is Momo. Great taste. The taste is impeccable. We appreciate <laughs> you, Julia. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Julia. Okay. Housekeeping's out of the way. Housekeeping's out of the way. It's time to get to the meat of the show. It's time for reviews. Are you ready, Charity? I'm so ready. All right. Our boys in Hypen, the youngest brothers of BTS, repackage album, their first repackage album. It's called Dimension Answer. The single they released is called Blessed Cursed. Let's talk about the song, then we'll get to the music video. What are your impressions of the song? I really liked it. I like when they do kind of this more intense rock sound mm. because I feel like like T by T, they can kind of do any genre of music and I like seeing them experiment. Um, I really liked it. I thought it had a really intense electric guitar, heavy rock flair that drives the song along, really cool sounding bass. And I love the lyrics that say, and I walk like a lion, I'm making my own history because I feel like the intense instrumental really fit those kinds of lyrics. Mm. I just thought they came off very confident. I don't know. I, I liked it, but I'm sensing maybe you did not. <laughs> no. Yeah. I oh, liked it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just listening intently. Um, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's that rock element we're hearing more and more of in yeah. K-pop. I think yeah. that's going to be so prevalent in 2022 across the board. But I like that hip-hop beat in there. Mm -hmm. It's a great sound. Just like you said, it's more intensity. This is way more intense yeah. than Tame Dashed. Our boys are growing up and it sounds they like are. it. Right? And there's that like teenage rebellion that I'm such a mm -hmm. fan of. I love when Nikki comes in on the verse. Yeah. His deep voice really fits this style. I mean, yeah. that, that's perfect. The second verse, Sanu and Hisung, sounds so good. Really, really well done. I think it's interesting kind of what they said about the song. You mentioned the lyrics. Jake said, like, even if you're not sure what the right answer is, it's about finding your own answer instead of the answer that society has decided for you. All right. All right. Yeah. And then I think Sanu added, I can relate to that idea as in Hypen has also searched for our own path and our, in order to prove ourselves. There was a lot of those quotes at their press conference, kind of how it's, you know, 
being suspicious of society and finding your own path instead. I think that's interesting and you can hear it. And again, it's Teenage Rebellion. They're the age and it really fits, I think, their vibe at this point. It's definitely different. You know, Tame Dashed is such a different sound and I was a really big fan of that song. I like this one. I will say it's not my favorite in hype and release ever, but I think it's good. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, oh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, me, me. Yo, look, 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 We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We going to have this, like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit right now. I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I got lie, play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit serious. I like that they're trying something, you know, just experimenting. Repackage album, it's the time to do it. Yeah, right. give us something. Yeah. yeah, give us something new. I completely agree. Can we talk about the music video <laughs> and how apparently we're now in <laughs> the year two thousand? Yes, first of all, what did you think? First of all, can (laughs) we talk about this music video? Um, Okay. (laughs) Okay. I liked the song. I love the music video. Right. I love this music video. I love going back in time to 2000. And I want to give a massive shout out to the director and stylist of this video. You see so much, not only in K-pop, but in our culture, you see a lot of going back to the 90s, 2000s fashion. And I'm like, that's not what it looked like. That's not the vibe. That's not the tone. They got this so perfectly. I'm pretty sure that Jay is wearing an exact outfit that AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys wore. Oh, man, I was just thinking the same thing. I, I know this outfit. I had the poster in my room. I know the outfit. Um, in yeah. that opening shot, that is year 1999 or 2000, AJ mm-hmm. McLean from the Backstreet Boys. The Oakley sunglasses, the racing yep. turtleneck. I mean, the styling is so perfect. It's spot on. Velour sweatsuits, big puffy vests. It's spot on. The stylist got this right. I also really want to give a shout out to the director. That fisheye lens with the red room, the silver room, that's all Hype Williams. That's the exact same time period. This is Missy Elliott, I Can't Stand the Rain. This is Diddy and Mace. This is 2000. They really nailed the time period. Really Really nailed it. Better than I've seen, I think, in any other music video that specific time period they nailed. And obviously we're old enough to remember it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like so they weren't I, even alive then. <laughs> no, they were not alive. But for us, we, like I just, I just outed myself at a Backstreet Boy poster. I remember that outfit. Like I, yeah. I vividly was like, <gasps> AJ, Backstreet Boys. Perfect. <laughs> um, I think they nailed this video. They look so good. They look amazing. I mean, really handsome. Obviously, they're growing up, like we mentioned in the song review. Yeah, the video showed it. I will say, I see the stylist trying to sabotage my man, he sung. I see you. You give him that bright pink hair. You don't show forehead. I see what you're doing. But guess what? <laughs> but guess what? In the two seconds you did show his forehead in that suit, thumbnail of the video, everyone's tweeting it. You can't hold him back. So <laughs> keep trying to sabotage. I've... 
saw you do it with Young One for years. I really think <laughs> Young One's old stylist just came on to the Hypen team and he's going after he or she <laughs> is going after he sung. Oh. Not on my watch charity. He's still oh, gonna look definitely. good. He's still gonna own it. Like he still killed it. But I just wanted to point out, like, I see you, stylist. I see what you're trying to do. It probably this is big hit. It's the same person that's probably worked on Tay all these years in BTS. Yeah. Hide his face. Let's make his bangs as long as possible. <laughs> you know, uh, stop, stop. Oh. Like the handsome ones deserve to have their foreheads exposed Everyone and their whole face. To have forehead. Everyone. <sighs> God, I forehead see what you're for doing. Everyone. Forehead, forehead for everyone. <laughs> so I just want to say that. Um, clearly, I have way too many notes on this video. I also need to quickly mention, I need Sunghoon to calm down. Charity. <laughs> he needs to calm down. That blonde hair, that is my weakness. And he is killing it. It's just too much. Like, And then all of a sudden, oh, now we're drinking red wine? Where did that come from? I know. I think it was just to let me know he's of age. Like, it's cool. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. I did have to look up their ages during this music video because they're very attractive in this. And I forget <laughs> that there are a couple underage members in this group sometimes because they they come off, you know, pretty, yeah. uh, pretty hot and manly and stuff. But there are a couple that I will not mention because they are underage and that feels gross. Uh, choreography, amazing. Amazing choreography. They said that this is their hardest choreography. It looked intense. Yeah, because they're like squatting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I loved the part. Um, there's a part where they say faded, and it reminds me so much of Dramarama Monster X because they did this like hand around the face move. Very cool. Love the video. I've talked enough about it. Uh, do you agree? What What are your thoughts? Yes, spot on. I love the countdown in the beginning. And you're like, is that – I had to pause. I'm like, does that really say 2000? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where the video was going. And you literally could pluck this video, play it back in time, and no one would know the difference. Mm-hmm. Everything is so spot on. The styling is spot on. The, even the choreography, I felt like, was very like 2000s. Yeah. And I felt like Nikki – He's the young one, but careful, he, Charity. No, I'm just saying. No, what I'm saying is that he came across very cool and like badass, and he sounded very badass in the song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, buddy, you grow up, you do it. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I was very impressed by him, just because I feel like sometimes he can come across a little younger in the other ones, but this he clearly is going through it, and he's like, you know what? I'm growing up. I'm here. Jake, as always, looked amazing. Oh, Jake looks great. I love Jake's hair right now. He looks he looks great. Yeah, he looks really good. But no, Nikki really stood out to me because I just feel like he he seemed a lot more confident and really comfortable being that confident. That's what I would say. I think the style suits his voice Mm -hmm. more than the other styles. He has a deeper voice. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I agree. So there, I kept it. I kept it totally PG. I know. Right when you started, you're like Nikki, be careful, Charity. No. no, I know, yep. I know. But you I'm saying get... is that he's my wrecker, but he's my wrecker not in like, ooh, he's hot wave. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. just he's definitely growing up. He's coming into his own, and he seems very comfortable growing up. And he felt very comfortable in this genre, and I was very proud of him. Yeah. No, I completely agree. He killed it. Yeah. He killed it. I mean, again, like the song's fine. It's it, it's good. It's definitely not my favorite in hype and song. But the video makes me love the song. This video is so good. I liked the red shirts and the black, baggy black dress pants. This whole thing is a vibe. I'm so here for it. And Hypen, they're really, really talented. Like, it's crazy to think they've 
only been around what a year and a few months. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. They're kind of next level, and I love the big hit groups. Their choreography, right? BTS, T by T, and Hypen. I love watching their dance practice videos because they're so synchronized. They're so sharp and synchronized. And in their press conference, Jungwon said, like our seniors BTS, we want to give off the feeling of sharp and synchronized choreography. We observed a lot of what they did and we want to be a group that's acknowledged for our synchronized performances. You're doing it. Y'all are killing it. Yeah, we see it. We see the effort and you're killing it. This is a great video. You guys go watch the video. It's it's good. What about, what did you think, you know, this is a repackage. So that just usually means a couple new songs. I think we here we had two and then kind of a different outro or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we really only have um, two songs to talk about. I mean, there's Bless Curse and then there's Polaroid Love. What are your thoughts on Polaroid Love? I, it was just very lighthearted and upbeat. It was okay. I really didn't think it was necessary to yeah. be honest Same. at all. The outro I liked. I love mm-hmm. when Jake speaks. Love his speaking voice so much. So that I would keep. But I think we didn't need Polaroid love at all. It's so cutesy. It's too yeah. cutesy. Like coming from that video to this, yeah. it was like a whiplash. It's mm-hmm. too cutesy. You know, I again, I think Sanu and Hisung killed the vocals. They have those clear high notes on lock. Really good vocals. Like Hisung's always stood out to me. I think he's such a star. But Sanu great job on this album. I really, he's got a voice, like super talented. Right? Yeah. It kind of sounded like, um, like a song from a K-drama about high schoolers or something, you know, very cutesy, not totally my vibe. It's fine, but I agree with you. I don't think we needed it. Um, it's whatever. I just, I mean, I get like, they want to give us new songs, but it's not necessary. Yeah. And this just doesn't fit like, I, when I think of an hypen, I'm not like, oh, they're so cute, 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 cute. I don't really, I'm not like dying to see that from them. I don't know. It just, yeah. I, yeah. To me, when it's like romantic, I love when it's cutesy. I'm like, okay, it's not really necessary. It, too cutesy. It, again, it's just too much. Peel back something. It's just too much. It's like, yikes. But, you know, they are young. How old's Nikki? Like sixteen? I mean, they're they're teenagers, so I guess yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's <laughs> everything's not for everyone. This right, one wasn't right. for us. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, bias chat. Has your bias changed? Remind the listeners. Remind the queendom who your bias and wrecker are. Um, Jake is my bias, and Nikki is my wrecker. Nikki is my wrecker, as in I love his voice. I love his style. His presence, that's how I mean him as a wrecker. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. What about you? Uh, he sung Always and Forever, My Bias. This is one of the rare ones I don't ever see changing Yeah. Uh, because I, I love watching him. I love mm-hmm. his presence. There's something – he's got such a confidence that's like, oh, so cool. Sung Hoon. Sung Hoon's my wrecker. <laughs> like, he's just such a handsome guy. He's so cool. Um. When I think about like K-pop idol, you know, that's that's a type of face I think of. So he he's an easy wrecker for me. <laughs> um, should we play a clip? Let's play a clip of the song. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I would definitely say go watch the music video. But here's the song so you can kind of get a taste of what you're in for. This is Blessed Cursed by Enhypen. Hey, 
so so intense I like it yeah I, I again just from hearing it I wouldn't be super excited but with the visuals with it um mm-hmm. it's great so yeah I would say watch the music video it's fantastic congratulations to our boys and hyphen they continue to put out great content would expect nothing less but we know how hard that is to do so right <laughs> it's, it's, seriously that's an achievement congratulations to them okay let's move on eric nam released his new album there and back again and this is a different deal for eric he's independent now this is english i mean this is kind of a new start for him in a different market so we're reviewing it because eric is a k-pop star you know he started his career as a k-pop star and he's so well known for K-pop, but I've got to say, this is a pop album. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about. We've already heard a couple of the songs, but the newest single that came with the release of the album is called Lost On Me. What did you think of it? Did you like it? I like it. I don't like it as much as I Don't Know You Anymore. To me, that yeah. song was just everything. And I Dang, think yeah. that's such a standout. I would have liked that to be the album single you know uh but he's released this is now the third single his vocals on the pre-chorus are so nice eric has such clear perfect vocals i think the music fits the tone of the lyrics kind of it's not a sad song but it's bittersweet and the tempo fits that trying to find the silver linings i liked the lyrics i like everything about you now is bittersweet last song in the symphony Though the show might be over, you should know that your love wasn't lost on me. I think it's kind of, we're hearing him work through a breakup. Yeah. And that's kind of the bigger overarching theme of the album, in my opinion. But I think the song's good. Again, it's not my favorite. What did you think? I liked it. Like you, I liked the other song better and I wanted that one to be the main single. But I still like this one. Um, Acoustic soft pop ballad. I think it really showcases the unique tone of his voice. And what she has such a unique voice and I just, I love the tone of it. But the lyrics, I think just quintessential. You don't know what you had until it's gone. But from a slightly less jaded perspective, I feel. Yeah, yeah. He's not jaded yet. Yeah. He's not jaded yet. I wasn't ready. You know, I learned something from it and I want you to know that your love for me was not in vain. And just more of an appreciation, like maybe wrong timing just wasn't right, but it didn't feel jaded. And I, I like that. You don't really hear too many songs about mm-hmm. losing love that are not so jaded. Yeah. Yeah. There's a maturity there. That's nice. Yeah. I think it's good. It's just not at the level of the previous two releases. And I don't know you anymore. It's so good. But this is kind of what I like about this album is he's like working through this breakup. We, we mm-hmm. go on the journey with him. Yeah. Uh, so this was a very specific moment where you're not bitter 
you're not quite to closure. You're having that moment of like, okay, well, at least I learned something, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. What did you think of the music video? Um, It's just kind of him. I feel like the videos we've seen of him so far, he's just kind of by himself off dancing. And it was very flowy, kind of effortless dancing, especially when he's by the beach in that white outfit. Mm Mm-hmm. He's very good. I feel like a non-choreographed dancer, um, which I think is hard to do sometimes. Maybe it is choreographed. It just seems very uh, in the moment. Which yeah, is I don't nice. think it. I don't think it's choreographed. That's yeah, how. That's yeah. how he always bops along. Like, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah. It's just nice and and flowy. We're in Savannah again. That's clearly where all of this was filmed. All of the other music videos have been filmed there. So. You know, it would have been maybe nice to see something different, but yeah, yeah. this is a different deal. This isn't big label money. This is an independent artist putting this all out. So with that, I think it's a great effort. I like the scenes at the beach. Those are my favorite. They're just really yeah. pretty. Um, and I liked when he was kind of dancing down the street, strutting and kind of dancing on the sidewalk. That was fun. That felt really natural. And I liked it. He has a real, you know, Harry Styles vibe. That's clearly an influence which I think is great. You see a lot of K-pop artists have been influenced by Harry Styles. It has that tone and that vibe. This whole album to me is very much in that lane, which is really cool. I think like I like a lot of what Harry Styles does and kind of his vibe. I want to say justice for Robbie Williams really quickly. I think Harry Styles followed the Robbie Williams blueprint and had Robbie Williams not been trying to kind of break in America when things here were so toxic and we worship Justin Timberlake, he would have had Harry Styles career, you know, like people here are much more open to that type of sound and movement and look where they weren't in like the early 2000s. So yeah, justice for Robbie Williams. I always think about that with Harry Styles and then seeing the (laughs) next generation that's heavily influenced by Harry Styles. I'm like, this was all Robbie. Anyways, I digress. The only thing I'll say about the video, I would have liked some stillness. Mm -hmm. He moves around a lot. Yeah, Yeah. And it loses the, I'm never emotionally connected because I don't have the chance to be. I need more like stillness and looking in the camera and telling the story through your eyes and through that. It feels very surface when there's so much movement. If that makes sense. That's just kind of a particular thing for me. But I found that I just want to be like, please stop moving and just have this moment where you're standing still. Processing. Exactly. Exactly. And feeling these feelings. So I would have liked that. Did you like any of the other songs on the album? I think the standout for me is I Don't Know You Anymore. That's just, I listened to that song so much when it came out. You know, we reviewed it. We both loved it. That's a great song. My other standouts, Wildfire. What if? Yes. I think with Wildfire, the melody in the verses reminds me so much of Stars by Grace Potter, uh, which is a phenomenal song. I'll put it on the playlist. Like, everyone go listen. It's such a beautiful song. But it reminded me of that. So I was already a little bit hooked, like, what's going on here? And then I love the different elements mixed into the production, the tempo change. It's just a really cool song. The chords that come in on that chorus, those chords come in all of a sudden with his voice and it's stunning. It emotionally resonates. It feels heavy and intense. What I like about this entire album and every song is the music goes with the lyrics. You know, it's not like, oh, this sounds happy, but it's about depression. No, like (laughs) seriously, because there's a lot of songs like that where you're like, wait, what's going on here? This one... This is a wildfire. 
and all of a sudden you get to the chorus and things are burning out of control. You know, there's that intensity that connects. Um, so I thought that was really cool and interesting. What if I just great phrasing and melody in the chorus? It's catchy. It's a little bit more up tempo. And it sounds like a 1975 song, which is a huge compliment mm-hmm. coming from me. I, I love that band and it felt reminiscent of that for me. I liked it. Great vibe. And he always serves on the vocals. Like, dude's a killer. I think there's some other good songs, but those were my standouts. What about you? Exact same songs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> then there, means- there you go. There, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Those are the good yep. songs on the album, yep. ladies and gents. I don't know anymore. Love that one. We reviewed it already, but mm-hmm. Wildfire and What If. Wildfire. I love the like languid beat and yeah. his unrushed vocals yeah. and how it pauses and then it all stops. Yeah. Like everything, this, the music, his voice, just everything stops. And then Bam. And of course, like you said, the like it's almost like a church organ that comes yes, in behind. It the is. Vocals. It's no, it is. It's organ chords. Yeah. Yeah. It's so intense. It's just it's beautiful. And then toward the end, the electric guitar comes in and the song becomes a lot more intense. Whereas before mm-hmm. it was just like slower and languid. Toward the end, it like builds up intensity, mm-hmm. almost like a wildfire, like you yep. said. Yep. Um, and then his vocals are beautiful. I love the falsetto. I just thought he sounded amazing. What if? So catchy, so groovy, yeah, more retro sounding, and the chorus just gets stuck in your head. But it's, yes. those two are amazing songs. I really like them a lot. Yeah. They were added to my playlist. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought, ooh, this yeah. is good. Like they really For stood us out. Two are great, totally, totally spot on. Right, songs. <laughs> and, and I think there's other good songs like admit. Yeah. Admit has a country vibe that reminds me a lot of a Hunter mm-hmm. Hayes song. You know that heartbreak tune, and then by the end of the album, we get to One Way Lover. And it's time to walk away from this toxic relationship. And yeah. I, it, it's kind of like people talk about the seven steps of grief. There's also steps um, of grief. You know, they're not maybe the same for everyone, but at the end of a relationship. So you yeah. hear him going from like, it's okay, though. There were good moments. And, you know, I love this person, blah, 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 to wait a minute. This was all one-sided. This person doesn't even care. I don't, they probably never cared about me. I'm done. It's like, it's a, it's a emotional cleansing listening yeah. to this. Yeah. I think it's funny that he talked about when I Don't Know You Anymore came out and they said, is this about a breakup? And, and you know, he tried to skate around it, kind of saying it's, a, <laughs> you know, it's just about a relationship. It can be any type of relationship, something I went through, you know, where things change. Like he was trying to make it sound like it was like a musical, like breakup with a producer or something. Yeah. Eric, you outed yourself. You went through a breakup, breakup. This whole album is the end yeah. of a relationship. Like... One or two songs, when you do a whole album telling the story of the end of a relationship, uh, I don't think this was just a friendship. Yeah, I've had friendship same. breakups. I'm not writing a whole album about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, that's just me. And I could be totally wrong. Yeah. But this feels like, yeah, this guy was in love and got his heart broken and he processed it through music and we were all lucky enough to hear it. Right. Good album. Really good pop album. I love what him and his team put together. And it's doing really well. And I think that's exciting because, you know, he is indie now. Like, he's on his own. And that's so scary coming from big label support. So For him. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely rooting rooting for him and hope this continues to do well. Can't wait to see him on tour. Fingers crossed that doesn't get canceled. Let's play a clip before we move on. We'll play the most recent single. This is Lost on Me by Eric Nam. Silver lining 
it's a good song. It's a good song. It really is. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I think we both just prefer other songs off the album, but all in all, this is a great pop album. Congratulations, yeah. Eric. You know, we love you and we support you here and we're excited for this tour. Fingers crossed that doesn't get canceled. Uh, can't wait yeah. to see you live. Rooting for you. But it's time to move on, Charity. And we are moving on to our favorite segment. Queendom, you know what it is. It's quiz, quiz time. time. Hmm. <laughs> we're a little off on that one today. Oh, goodness. Harmonies aren't hitting. You know, we can't be perfect every week. We try. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, sometimes it just doesn't hit. And we do it. We go in cold. There's no rehearsal. Yeah, I know, I know that's gotta... shocking for everyone, but we don't even rehearse that. <laughs> so some weeks are better than others. We're going to have to work a lot this week to get it up yeah. to par for next week. Well, we had a lot of good weeks, though, so we were yeah. doing. Yeah, we, we do. and we got a little cocky, and I think, yeah, you know, humbled just now. We were just humbled, humbled there, so <laughs> it happens to the best of them, and it's bound to happen <laughs> to us sometimes. Uh, <laughs> this week's quiz, this is a different type of quiz, but it's very relevant. This is which song from Eric Nam's There and Back Again are you? So, I mean, we just reviewed the album. We thought this was perfect for this week. This is from a website called The Honey Pop. We will link it so you can take it with us. It'll be in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. Or check out our Twitter feed. We post it on Twitter and let us know which song you got. Charity, are you ready? Ready. Okay. Question number one. Choose an Eric Nam song. Honestly, Paradise, Congratulations, Runaway, Love, Die Young, have we met before or everything sucks? Have we met before? I choose Runaway. Okay. Next, choose an Eric Nam dance move. Um, these will be a little more difficult to explain because uh, they're just little gifts. Yeah. One, he's has like flowy arms coming toward the camera. One, he's kind of just like gyrating around in a video. It was from <laughs> one of his music videos. Um the next one, he's kind of sitting there with his arms out against the back of a couch. Looking cool, like very, yeah, very slick. Cool. Uh, the next one, he is moving his hips about, shaking them. Yeah. The next one, he's kind of doing a silly dance, shaking his butt. It's like a Mick Jagger strut, like the hands on okay. the hips. Like, yeah. It's Mick Jagger backwards strut. And then the last one. It's a groove. Just, it's arm out, yeah. a, little, a little deeper groove. Yeah. I choose number four, the one where he's like moving his moving his hips. He's getting down. <laughs> I love that move. Yeah, same. Okay, the next one. <laughs> These are also things we're gonna have to describe. We're trying our best, but it'll be better if you just take it with us so you can see what we're describing. Uh there's five here. Choose an Eric Nam move. The first one is just a deep sigh. He's over it. The second one's like, oh, real excited. Number three, emotional. Looks like some fake tears there. He's feeling it. Um, number four is just saying my face and showing off a pillow of his face. And number five is, oh, my God, say what? Like, what the F? I'm going to go with the second one where he's, like, making that funny face and he's like, oh, whatever that face is. I'm going to go with the first one, which is his deep sigh with his hand yeah. over his face. I like that one. 
Uh, next, choose a Narek Nam podcast. Debak show. I think you're dope or commit or quit. Debak. Debak show. I'm going to go with the same Debak show. Okay. At last, choose an Eric Nam B-side. You're sexy. I'm sexy. Lose you. How you been. Come through or stop the rain. I'm going to go with you're sexy. I'm sexy. I'm going to go with come through. What song are you, Emily? <laughs> I don't know you anymore. Oh, nice. The perfect one. I'm lost on me. We both got singles. Mine says, um, I don't know you anymore was the song to start off this new era for Eric. And just like the song, you're ready to cut yourself off from all the toxicity. All right. (laughs) Sure. Uh, It says, congrats. You are the catchy yet emotional lost on me. What a way to start an album, right? Just like the song, you start every party you enter. That's not true, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how accurate these are. I've cut a lot of toxic people out over the years. I'm feeling pretty good that right would now. Be me. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. We need to switch. I'm... <laughs> Those results were inaccurate. Oh. Okay. Let us know which one you got and if your results were more accurate. I'm happy with the song choice, but the description doesn't quite fit. So I think yeah. I'll switch with you, Charity. I like that description. I'll swap, a little yes. more accurate. Okay. Congratulations to Eric. Let's move on. More stuff to talk about. Woozy. Woozy, the genius songwriter from Seventeen, finally released a solo single. He's done um, OST songs for K-dramas, but this is a solo song, a solo single from Woozy, and it's called Ruby. Charity, what do you think about this one? My gosh. The orchestra intro was stunning and so creative. Like Mm -hmm. It goes from this orchestra intro into this kind of pop rock with a heavily EQ'd vocal Mm -hmm. and I thought it sounded really cool with the song he's such a production master I love the rock instrumental his voice is perfect for it the bridge where he rips into the electric guitar are you kidding me and then it kind of like this jazzy piano comes in yeah yeah he's he's so masterful at production he wrote it he produced it he arranged it it's all in English I just thought wow Wow. Yeah. No, same. I was I was shocked by this. And that dramatic, yeah. those strings and that dramatic lead in, yeah. I wasn't expecting what came next. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, okay, we're getting a badass rock song from Woozy. Let's go. For me, the pre-chorus sold it to me. When that started, I was in. When the song initially started, I was a little taken aback by the vocals, the distorted vocals. I was like, ooh, what's going on here? But again, the pre-chorus... When that came in, I was like, oh, no, this song is great. I love it. Cool arrangement and production. Love the chorus. I don't give a – I don't give a mm-hmm. – I love that. Um, <laughs> you know, he's really grown up, and he's a sexy yeah. rock star. And I don't want to say I wasn't expecting that from him, but I wasn't. You know, Woozy, yeah. he's the cute, amazing voice, genius behind a lot of the 17 hits. He showed us in this song, no, I'm also really sexy and cool. I'm a rock star. I love the part where he's like, shit, this is red too. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and that guitar solo. And then that neat piano right? at the end. What yeah. a great touch. My only complaint is it was mm-hmm. too short. I wanted yeah. something else. When it just ended, I was like, oh, woozy, come on. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm so into this. This was really unexpected for me. And I thought he knocked it out of the park. 
What did you think of the music video? Oh my gosh. The styling in that music video. Okay. First I have to say it was pretty genius to have it be like a, a runway show where you could really showcase all this cool fashion. I thought that was kind of cool. I loved his red velvet suit. I love that one suit where it's like a almost like a geometrical print on with the red shirt under it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, that, that was cool. He looked amazing. I don't know. I really bought the sexy rock star vibe from him when I saw the video. Especially, I liked it. Yeah, no, I thought it was it was great. Very much sexy rock star when he was playing the guitar and that and like the bathtub stuff. I thought that, yeah. that imagery was really cool. He's mature in this. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, I almost wouldn't believe it if I watched him in Seventeen that this is the same guy. I know, especially like Seventeen in the soup. He really like this is leaps and bounds for his individual kind of reputation. I think like his brand, his individual brand. Yeah, this guy's a sexy rock star. The only thing I want to say, you mentioned the fashion show. All right, all right, all right. So they did this fashion show where they're walking around like in a square. All these models are wearing red. Um, Woozy should have been elevated while the models walked around him. Instead, they put him down a couple feet in the middle. And, you know, Woozy's already a little bit vertically challenged. So it felt <laughs> like, why on earth would you do that to him? Let's make him look shorter with all these giant models walking around him. It was really not the right choice. Like, how did no one on the set go, uh, he's supposed to be a cool, sexy rock star. And now we're making him even shorter and calling attention to it with big, oh. tall models around him. I thought that was an unfortunate <laughs> choice. Oh, uh, it did not work for me. I was like, come on. Put him, elevate him. What are you doing? It, it Come on, director. Um, otherwise, the music video was great. It was a very, it's fun, it's cool, and it's different. Uh, yeah. Lizzie is such a super talent. And I love when something surprises me, and this surprised mm-hmm. me in the best way. Yeah. Okay, should we play a clip for the Queendom? <laughs> yes. All right. This is Ruby. By Woozy. Baby girl, you're making me a beautiful jewel. Every time I look at you, I keep turning red. I'm not going back. Good color me like you. My forbidden fruit. She got the ruby lips. Now I want to take it away. I don't give up. Now I want to come to you. I don't give up. It blows my mind. Now you did this to me with all of your shine. She got the ruby. gosh so freaking cool i'm so proud of you woozy it's such a good song it's such Mm -hmm. a good song i love it really cool really well done another complaint i have two things i didn't like about the song it was too short and why didn't we get another song like i know (laughs) give us another song i was expecting a mixtape you know something um even with singles you usually get something else no 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 he said here's a couple minutes that's all you're getting enjoy it keep them wanting more yeah, he's so smart. You know he did that yeah. on purpose. I'm not mad yeah. at him either. You do what you have to do. Like, we're hooked. We're all about it now. So good, good on you. Uh, that was great. So much fun. Okay, let's move on to The Rose. This came out of nowhere. You all know I'm a big fan of The Rose. They're a rock band, and the lead singer, Wu Sung, has 
one of my favorite voices ever. He's got this really cool break in his voice that's always like super emotional and I just adore him. So the Rose has been on hiatus because they had a major issue with their label, major. And then they enlisted in the military. So you had kind of a double whammy. Thankfully, they're finally done with the label. The lawsuit is has settled. So out of nowhere, they just released this new song called Beauty and the Beast. What did you think? This is your group. Yeah, it's very mid-2000s. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like 2005, Snow Patrol, Coldplay, The Cab. Yeah. Like if you, anyone knows who The Cab is, that's who this, this reminded me a lot of that genre. The chorus didn't go where I thought it was going to. It was a little bit more subdued, to be quite honest, than I was expecting. It didn't have the dynamics that a lot of their songs have. But the guitar build to the chorus is really nice. It's very much like Fix You Coldplay. I like that emotional guitar build up. I loved it when Song finally belted. Like, yes, okay, here we go. Um, I just want to hear more of that. And it was nice to hear the other members. That's what's really cool about the Rose. You have this amazing front man who's a great singer, but guess what? Everyone can sing. And I like that other members got a chance to shine. They capture such a sweeping romantic feeling. And although this song took me a little bit to get into, I felt it by the end of the song. And I think it's a song that will grow on me. It's not reinventing the wheel in any way, yeah. shape, or form. But it's not It's not bad. What did you think? Same. It reminded me of like Snow Patrol. And I, yeah. thought, I thought it was so beautiful. And, and the electric guitar in it, I thought, sounded – it just really kind of – add it to the emotion of the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the harmonization of their vocals was so beautiful. And I love that the lyrics are super romantic, which, you know, I'm always a sucker for. I liked it. What do you think of the video? Um, It took a turn. Like, I was expecting <laughs> when you think of Beauty and the Beast, you know, you think of the movie, you think of this love song, especially with the lyrics. And this kind of focused on three different kinds of relationships yeah. and the obstacles that they kind of face, like a son and a dad. I assume that one was romantic relationship. The other one, I couldn't really tell. Were they like in prison together? I, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that one I couldn't tell. I got the Pinocchio boy and like the oh, Pinocchio yeah, storyline. I thought it was like his dad. I thought no. it was like his dad. <laughs> it's Pinocchio. <laughs> Pinocchio. Clearly Pinocchio, because they were doing fairy tales. So it was very much like stealing from different fairy tales. Um, Okay, I didn't catch that. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm not really a fairy tale type of girl. So it's not. Clearly I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't my like cup of tea. Wasn't my cup of tea. I thought it was. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and watch that music video. I'll put it that way. No. It was it was kind of boring and like. Again, fairy tales aren't my thing. You know, Beauty and the Beast, the whole, the song lyrics are kind of someone feels like they're a beast to their partner's beauty because the partner's so amazing and they shouldn't be together, but it's magic and they're living this beautiful life. Yeah, it's very romantic and they wanted to do a fairy tale music video. I totally get it. The, the concept works within the lyrics and the kind of the construct of the song. Just not, it's not my vibe. The rose stuff that I connect to it's not happy fairy tale stuff. Like I love She's in the Rain and Sorry and Insomnia. Like those songs to me are just so perfect. I don't know. 
the negative emotions sometimes resonate more than like the happy ones. So when they're happy, it has to really work for me to be like, yeah. And you know, I love happy songs, mm-hmm. but yeah, fairy tales aren't my vibe. So, you know, I get it. It was, wasn't my vibe either. Okay. Let's play a clip of it. So the queendom can decide <laughs> if they're into this fairy tale, beauty and the beast by the rose. I'm the beast, but you are the It's it's very emotional song, very emotional. Yeah, and again, like by the end of it, I was feeling it. I thought like, Mm -hmm. okay, because like we talked about that guitar. I mean, it it builds and it feels like the sweeping, you know, Mm -hmm. romantic song. Yeah, I prefer more angst with their stuff again, but (laughs) I'm happy that they're back. I'm so happy the rose is back. I'm excited to get more music congratulations to them like they've been through it they have been through it so i hope that they continue to release new music that they actually can make money from this time and i'll continue to support them this song wasn't my favorite but every song is not going to be your favorite and it definitely wasn't bad okay let's move on to the golden disc awards so we're kind of at the end of award season like we talked about last week, we've seen so many of these performances oh, over and over man. again. <laughs> every, every weekend, we're catching up on all these awards. It's like, wow, they love award shows in Korea. <laughs> Golden Disc Awards. I wasn't expecting anything crazy from it. I thought, okay, you know, whatever. It's another award show. Maybe there'll be a good performance. Charity. This was like, I was I shook by how good the they performances were. Oh my yeah. God. This was like next level. What performances stood out to you? Let's talk about it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So many. Uh, Stray Kids, as always. Let's talk about That's the Stray Kids. That's going to be number yeah. one. I feel like we like, have a lot to talk about this one. So maybe we'll just have, yeah, I'm not going to have you list all of yours. <laughs> Stray yeah. Kids. Let's just talk about Stray, Stray Kids. Kids first. Like, them doing Wolfgang, like they did other songs. They did, but that to me is always like, I love that song. It was in my like top 15 songs of the year. I love when they act like wolves. I love how intense <laughs> they do it. I love how they just go for it. They just get very like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super intense. I thought that I this performance <laughs> was actually better than their mama's performance because it was so unexpected. They mm-hmm. started with Thunderous, another amazing remix, really cool. Yeah powerful choreography i loved the dance break yes i was like oh look at this of course hyunjin hmm. but that dance break uh with thunderous was really really well done and then they did top which was totally unexpected i was like yeah. shocked that they did that and it really gave me the feel of this is what a stray kids concert would be like finishing with wolfgang so aggressive and in your face hyunjin in the fire I love this. I love that since he did his kind of comeback video with Play With Fire, all of their big performances, there's an element with him in fire. I love it. It's so brilliant. It's so perfect. 
I was blown away. They brought such intensity to that performance. I thought that was their best of the award show season. They just killed it. They always, and we say this, I feel like we're broken records at this point, but their performances are always so different. They can do the same song 50 times and they will find a way to make it look and feel different for you as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hard to do. Think about how many times they had to rework thunderous all these remixes for these award shows i mean when do these guys have time to do it's it's insane i thought they killed it i want to talk about t by t (gasps) yes because besides their set they did a dance segment oh my gosh charity (laughs) i'm just gonna tell you what i thought right when i was watching it yanjin is saying watch out yanjin (laughs) <laughs> that's my man. That's what, well, I, I felt like that's what he was saying because, you know, <laughs> they're, no, seriously, they're like, if you're on Stan Twitter a lot, like I am, those two go back and forth for the it boy of the fourth generation. Stray Kids fans and Moa, T by T fans, fight over if it's Yanjin or Hyunjin. I think this year, Hyunjin proved it was him. Yanjin's not happy about that. And yeah. he wanted to show, wait a minute. I thought that dance segment was phenomenal. All five of them rock stars how cool was that my only my only thing that i wanted my only thing when they did blow and the backup dancers did the body rolls on the floor i wanted them to do that i wanted to see them do the body rolls that was my only like i was like please do it please and they didn't so that was my only my only little nitpick as i wanted to see body rolls but they looked sexy and cool Oh, God, they look so cool. They look like rock stars. I thought that dance segment was great. It was really, really well done. And then we get a full set from them. They do No Rules, Anti-Romantic, and Love Song, I Know I Love You. By doing those three songs, they're showing so much range. Yeah. And they nailed it. I was, ooh, with them. And there's such a different vibe, you know. Stray Kids is always intense and attack and interesting, different choreography. T by T brings a little more rhythm, a little more hip action from those guys. They're very different. I love both of them, but I just thought these two performances, whoa, amazing. It's insane that it feels like it was just yesterday that they debuted, but it was... Yeah, three years ago. It feels like it was yesterday and they're like, have grown so much from... That dog to that performance, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, they killed it. I was super impressed by them. Um, I want to talk about their little brothers. I loved in hype and set. Cool intro. I liked the intro. Like they're playing drinking games at a college frat party. I thought these are hot college guys and they're showing us that. They're not trying to be younger. They're not trying to be older. I thought it was really age appropriate and believable. And I love seeing them, you know, do this choreography with red solo cups, like what you drink out of at college parties or at one of my parties because I never grow up. Um, (laughs) It's true. I liked that. I thought that was really cool. And I loved their costumes, the leather jacket over the jerseys. It's like bad boy jocks. Say no more. Say no more. You have found my type. This is my aesthetic. This is everything mixed into one. A bad boy jock. Oh my God. Sign me up and hype in. They read my mind with that styling. I was like, oh, I thought they killed it. Who else stood out to you? Any, any other performances? 
I liked a 17. I always yes. like watching them perform. They always do such a good job. I could have done without those like Western cowboy <laughs> outfits they did rock with you in. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that look. I liked the more cream colored outfits they started in. Those were nice with the sweaters. But <laughs> the cowboy outfits, I was like, what are you doing? They no. were a little cartoonish. Um, but I like <laughs> that they did. We got like five songs from them. Yeah. Not yeah. Alone was really pretty. And then the unit performances, mm-hmm. uh, Imperfect Love, Game Boy, and Pang. Yeah. It was so cool. I loved Game Boy. I thought the hip-hop unit brings so much swag. And that's not one of my favorite songs that they released last year. And I found myself being like, I love this song. You know, a performance and visuals can change your opinion of a yeah. song so drastically. I love Seventeen. Every time we see them perform on these shows, I'm dying to see them live. I've become such oh a gosh, stan. Right? Like, they're just so talented and cool. Yeah. And vocals. Like, the mics are on. Mm-hmm. Serving vocals. BTS, you know, we saw it live, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We already saw it. <laughs> uh, they showed Life Goes On and Butter from L.A. Live audience adds so much. You know, yeah. it adds so much to the performance. And I love seeing Tay smile when he performs. Like, he always smiles and shows kind of his emotions, and it lights up the stage. I'm... Ugh, that man of mine. Um, something else that was fun from the Golden Disc Awards, Stray Kids IN and T by T Bamgu are like besties. I don't know if you all knew this, but Bamgu posted really cute pictures of them joking around backstage. And they've been friends for a long time. They're the same age. So I'm, they probably went to school together. Maybe they were, you know, trainees. They're the same age. Um, but something interesting that I didn't know, but found out kind of through this last year on New Year's, they spent it with Hyunjin at his parents' house. Huge. Hyunjin's parents made like a feast. And obviously Hyunjin and Ayan are very close. They're a year apart. And um, Ayan wanted to invite his friend, Bamgu. So Aww. they're so cute. Those pictures are so cute. And I think it makes sense that those two would be friends because they have the same like mischievous energy. Mm-hmm. they're very similar and I love that I love that they're friends I also thought it was cool during the um, GDA awards that three leaders from groups that we've talked about quite a bit tonight did a segment together it was really great to see Bang Chan from Stray Kids Subin from T by T and Jung Won from In Hyping. the three of them did a little segment together it was really cute I love those guys so much obviously Bang Chan was really complimentary to both of them during Chan's room this week. Fourth generation leaders and all of those groups are cool. So it was just like, again, I wasn't expecting a lot from the GDAs and I thought that they were one of the best awards for the season. Yeah, yeah. Super good. Okay, let's get to the news, Charity. Lots happening. K-pop okay. moves fast. We have a lot to talk about. Treasure. We mentioned last week Treasure is finally having another comeback. A comeback. I, oh my God, those poor boys. But it's coming, February 15th. So we have that to look forward to. I don't know why YG just doesn't release music with their artists. Right? Like, that's your job, YG. It's a different formula. It works for Blackpink. Yeah. But not a group that just debuted. You have to do, you know, a few more comebacks Mm -hmm. before you can sit on only releasing new music once every year and a half. So we're excited for that. That's like the most highly anticipated comeback in K-pop. Yeah. No pressure, but pressure. You know, we'll be reviewing it here in the next month. Mark Twan is releasing a new single called My Life on January 21st. After his last single, I'm really interested to see what this one's going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Like, what direction is he going? 
Yeah. Happy 28th birthday to my Monster X bias, young one. January 15th, while you're all listening to this, it's this weekend. That is my man, Hyunglin's birthday. That also happens to be my father's birthday. So happy birthday, dad. Shout out to you. But yeah, Hyunglin, happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to my bias. Okay. And to our mascot. Yeah. He's a really big part of this podcast. The heart and, the heart and soul <laughs> of the New York City K-pop queens podcast. Hyunglin <laughs> from Monster X. Um, <laughs> I feel like even if he knew that, he'd be like, hmm, okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> he's the best. Uh, Yirin from Everglow will be in China spending time with her family till the end of February. So they made sure to say it's just till the end of February. She'll be back. I get very nervous now when idols go home to China because we thought Lucas and Win-Win would be back and <sighs> look what happened. TikTok. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, Jaehan, Hangyum, Jaehyun, and Junghoon from Omega X have all tested positive for COVID. The other members are negative. Those four are positive and currently undergoing protocol. So we wish them, you know, a speedy recovery. A lot of people test positive and have no symptoms. Some people have serious symptoms. You never know, but we're hoping yeah. that they're feeling okay. TYT, BTS, and NCT 127 finished in the top 10 for CD sales in the U.S. for 2021. TYT charted the highest at number five. So congratulations to them. That's a big deal. CD sales are up in the U.S. for the first time in a number of years. And you would have to say K-pop probably has something to do with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we talked about J-Park stepping down, right, from higher and AOMG. Okay, uh, he's not taking a break. He's starting a new label and launching an idol group. What? Yeah, these are the rumors that came out earlier uh, this week on Tuesday, but I think it's going to be announced soon. And my guess is Jay realized putting all that effort and work into hip-hop and R&B labels wasn't going to make him the money that creating a K-pop group will. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Korean hip-hop and R&B hasn't taken off like it should in the States. And Jay has firsthand knowledge of that. You know, he's released great songs. He's done collaborations and they haven't gone anywhere. So I think he sees the writing on the wall that America will never accept Asian hip hop the way that it should because the music is ridiculously good. So as a businessman, he has decided to go head to head with former rival uh, JYP <laughs> From, you know, he's going to be doing the same thing. He's starting his own label and forming idol groups. So, I love um, it. Yeah, I love it. I think if anyone can do it, it's Jay Park. He's going to kill it. Yeah. He knows the market so, so well. And he has all this experience running successful mm -hmm. labels. So, yeah, shout out Jay Park. Congratulations. We're available. Yeah, if exactly. you need consultation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Open to job oh. offers. So, <laughs> Come through J Park. I'm also single. So if you want to, I mean, whatever you want to, he can shoot his shot at me anyway, like a job, dating, whatever, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. Um, I love it. I love well, it. I, I speak the truth, Charity. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Bam Bam. Bam Bam's on a roll right now. He was chosen as the global ambassador for the Golden State Warriors. Okay. They announced it with a jersey. <laughs> so um, congratulations. 
congratulations, Bam Bam. Uh, Bam Bam and the NBA are now official partners. Stray Kids are hosting an online and offline fan meeting February 12th and 13th. So Stays in Korea are finally going to get to see their boys in person again. The rest of us will watch it online. Can't complain. Any Stray Kids content I'm excited about, but that's really exciting for Korean fans. Uh, congratulations to Atiz for successfully completing their three-night concert in Seoul. Yay. Obviously, we watched clips on Twitter. It looked really, really amazing. We're hoping we get to see that in person over here. But I don't know, Charity. The news isn't looking so great. Atiz <laughs> postponed their European tour with dates that were scheduled from February 13th to March 1st. They're supposed to be here before that. I think a lot of the European tour stuff has to do with really strict regulations in Europe. Mm -hmm. They're much stricter than the U.S. with COVID. So I'm guessing that's why. But still, the nerves are there. We'll see if we get to see them or not. But congratulations to them for, you know, doing the three-night concert in Seoul. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Okay, that's it for this week. I'm sure we missed some stuff, but y'all know that K-pop moves very fast. So we try our best to keep up with it. Speaking of keeping up with it, next week we have a diverse group of artists that we're going to be reviewing. We've got AB6, Wein from one of Charity's faves, Mama Moo, solo release. Victon is back. And Bam Bam. You know, we said last week he's going to put something out soon. New album. He was listening. He decided to tell us the next day he's putting out a new album. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So... I'm really, really excited for that. I feel like Bam Bam's just been knocking out of the park with his choices mm-hmm. recently. So expectations are high. Uh, we'll be reviewing all of that. Maybe some other stuff. You never know. Before we leave charity, it's time. Song of yes. the week. What is your song of the week? Ruby by Woozy. Really, really unexpectedly surprised by the song. Really liked it a lot. We are on the same page this week. That's what I chose too. <gasps> yeah, that's what I chose too. I was going through it and I'm like, what have I listened to the most and what made me excited? Yeah. There's other good songs that we talked about this week, but that song, it was just so unexpected. Mm-hmm. I was like, woozy, come through. I will say though, I have to admit, this was the first week in so long that I didn't listen to K-pop as much as I listened to Western music. And it's because The weekend had a release on Friday that I think is like brilliant and I can't stop listening to it. And it was such a bizarre feeling because all I listened to is K-pop most of the time. But so it was weird. I kept going back to The weekend, But the K-pop song that was heavily in my rotation was definitely Ruby by Woozy. Congratulations, Woozy. You killed it. We're impressed. 17 keeps moving up the ranks with us, Charity. I know. I know. They're just... Yeah, we've got to see them in 2022. We want to see all these groups. And we'll be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for being part of our listening community, the Queendom. We love you so much. I can't believe we're going into our second year of doing this, you know? It's insane. It's insane. It's crazy. Like, we do it every week and we'll say episode 86, episode 80, you know, blah, 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 blah. But really, we've been doing this now for 86 weeks in a row. It's crazy. Time flies. I can't believe we've put together this many episodes. I can't believe I, <laughs> I, I can't believe people are listening. It's just like yeah. it's amazing. It's so cool. We're so happy to be here and be doing this for all of you. So hopefully you enjoy it. Give us a follow NYC K-pop Queens Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us. That's listed in our bios on our social media. 
Thank you for being part of our lives and part of our world. We hope you're staying, you know, safe and healthy. It's so mentally taxing. The whole world has gone through the past couple of years. Yeah. So just want to send virtual hugs to everybody listening. We love you and we appreciate you. And we will be back next week. New episodes drop every Thursday. Bye, Queendom. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye.